Good morning, folks. Welcome to the kingdom. Or welcome back to the kingdom if you're not new here. Welcome to the kingdom if you are new here. This is the kingdom. It's lovely. It's nice. It smells like cocoa butter. I am the king of this kingdom. (laughs) Jesus is the king of my kingdom overall. Welcome. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome to the kingdom. (laughs) This is your host, the one and only King Kor. I didn't post one last week. I was going to try and think of an excuse, but then I realized I actually did not have an excuse, you know? It was Christmas, though, so I hope you had a lovely, lovely Christmas. I feel like I've been seeing everywhere that everyone got COVID for Christmas. (laughs) And that's kind of how my Christmas went. I, um, I didn't have COVID on Christmas, but, like, my COVID ended right before Christmas. So, like, up until the 22nd. I was sick. (laughs) I had COVID. I pride myself or I used to pride myself on the fact that I had not gotten COVID this entire pandemic. And then boom, it just hits you right in the face when you least expect it. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it was rough. It was rough. But thank God for, like, the vaccine. It made it way, you know, less than it would have been if I didn't have one. So it honestly just felt like if I was just sick regularly. The first, like, three days were the worst. I was coughing. My body hurt. Um, I was tired, nauseous. Oh, let me tell you guys how I thought I figured out something was wrong. I was walking to my car and I across the street is like a Mexican restaurant, right? So the morning I wake up, I feel a little bit tired. I'm like, mm, okay, whatever. I kind of brush it off. I'm walking to my car and the Mexican restaurant across the street, you guys, like I, you know, in the movies when like, Let's say they're trying to show you, or like in a cartoon, they're trying to show you that somebody got a whiff of something. So you see like the aroma or the vapor of the the food, and they draw it like going into the nostrils. That's what it felt like. I'm walking, and then I smell like my, I don't know how my nose was able to capture this, but I literally smell the Mexican restaurant, like, whatever food they're making. And it, like, enters into my mouth. No, into my nose. It enters into my nose. And I want to, like, immediately I'm about to vomit. I'm like, I just instantly I'm about to throw up because of the smell. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? So then I just felt, like, nauseous. And I got back to my dorm and I still felt like just bad like my head was pounding I felt like I was wanted to vomit every two seconds my body was aching like a lot of muscle ache and just tiredness and I was like "Mm, something is wrong (laughs) and then my boyfriend texted me the same day because I had just dropped him off at like train station so he visited me and he's like babe I just text tested positive (laughs) for COVID I was like oh my goodness I definitely have COVID because at first I didn't know what it was I thought I was just sick like COVID was the last thing to enter my brain and he's like yeah I just tested positive for COVID for the COVID-19 virus. So I'm like, oh boy, here we go. But the the next couple of days was not like that bad. Like actually, it was all right. It progressively got better, which is good. Um, I still get random headaches. And I hope that like leaves sometime soon because I don't like it at all. I also got a new camera today well i didn't buy it today but it came in today just in time for the new year i am so happy so happy 
For all of you guys who have been listening to the podcast, though, thank you so much for continuing to stay in touch with me while I was off from YouTube. Like, thank you so, like, okay, I'm going to stop saying like, but honestly, like, you guys, <laughs> just kidding, that one was intentional. But honestly, you guys, thank you. I think just even in the beginning of this not COVID episode, no, twenty end of 2021 episode, I just want to say thank you, like, okay, I just said like, but I really want to say thank you to everyone who listens, like, on a daily basis, not a daily basis, on a weekly, maybe you listen to it daily, I don't know what you do in your free time, but thank you for listening, that, like, oh, my goodness, okay, I need to get over myself. Thank you, for real. It means so much to me. It, seeing all of you guys' Spotify wrapped um, this year, and you guys had Welcome to the Kingdom on there, like, <laughs> y'all just be listening. Like, thank you, man. Thank you. It really, truly does mean a lot. Like, if you're here, I appreciate you. I appreciate your reposts. I appreciate your DMs, your comments. Even when you share to your friends or tell your friends about the podcast or, you know, give me podcast ideas, anything, any little interaction that you guys have with me, it truly means a lot. It really, like... This is what keeps me going. I, I wouldn't be doing anything if you guys weren't here listening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe I would be doing it, but there'd be nobody listening, and what's the point of that? So, truly, thank you. I cannot wait to keep talking to you guys every week next year. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to have a little podcast studio of my own, too. That's going to be sick. And I just cannot wait to see this podcast grow and expand and have, you know, guests on here. Um, these past couple of weeks or just even my my two months off of YouTube, I've been having to rethink of, you know, what direction that I'm taking my podcast and my channel. And I realized that <clears throat> when I went through my whole death to self although that's a constant daily thing because I die daily you know what I mean yes sir but although that was a constant thing I the initial moment of just rebirth or like salvation I would say is so interesting and so complex that I really wish I had somebody also going through the exact same thing at the same time for me to process it because although it felt like I had to surrender or although I'm surrendering everything to God and, you know, dying to self or killing whatever part of me that I don't like and filling that up with what God wants, it, it, it was a battle between like, okay, has anything I've been doing up until this point, like, is does it matter you know should I keep doing it if you notice I stop posting on Instagram as frequently you know I used to post like outfit pictures all the time and that was one main aspect that like kind of got affected by this whole death to self thing because I started to see Instagram as a place of just like self-idolatry and like you know pride and you know getting caught up in this whole social media business but that ended up with me like not pursuing my passions you know my passions is to keep building my social media keep growing this platform because how else would I spread the word of God if the platform isn't expanded but then I stopped posting on Instagram and then I stopped posting on YouTube because a part of me is like, I don't want to do something that God doesn't want. You know what I mean? I, I can't put it into words and I hope somebody understands, but it felt like I had to get rid of everything about me, you know? 
And maybe you guys noticed it. Um, I, I have a feeling some of you guys picked up on it. On the fact that I felt like I had to literally destroy every part of me and start over again. And it feels like that when you're going kind of through like a whole rebirth, born again process. It does feel like everything is changing. But I've had time to reflect and realize that my passions can still say the stay the same, you know, like I can still post on Instagram, I can still post my outfits, I can still post on YouTube, my daily vlogs and whatever. I can just keep being me. And then like the God, Holy Spirit that's in me is going to be evident in anything that I do. I don't have to stop everything I used to do or used to love, all the harmless things that I was doing, you know, like posting on social media or like making YouTube videos. Those were helping people, you know what I mean? And for some reason, I felt like I had to get rid of that, like it was either God or nothing. And it is. It is either God or nothing. But it, it it's like I have to, I can still bring my passions with me you know and I feel like I've said this on this podcast before but it's very hard for me to do that myself all of a sudden it felt wrong wanting to get dressed and post on Instagram like I felt wrong doing that and I felt wrong maybe making a vlog that that was just like a vlog and not like a god vlog you know what I mean everything that I used to do started to feel wrong and that was because I didn't have God in it. But I feel like I have God in me. You know what I mean? So everything I do is not wrong if I have God in me. Like, it's just duh, you know? And I saw this TikTok, and it, it was this girl paraphrased um, an S.C.S. An, a C. S. Lewis quote. That kind of goes something like, and I may be butchering it, but it was kind of like, uh, uh, the world doesn't need any more Christian literature. The world needs more good literature made by Christians. And it kind of changed my perspective on so much because it was like, oh, okay, I don't need to just make God videos or God podcast episodes. <laughs> I can just make good videos and good podcast episodes, but it would be made by someone who loves God. You know what I mean? Does this make sense? Let me know if it makes sense. <clears throat> so essentially, like, I can just keep doing what I was doing, you know, and keep growing with my relationship with God and the two are going to be come together and merge and it's going to be beautiful and people are going to see that and instead of putting myself in this box of I only have to talk about God 24 7 or I only have to post about God 24 7 and it didn't feel like an obligation I genuinely want to do these things like even till now when I go on Instagram all I want to do is talk about God but it kind of started to feel like if I did anything else, it would be wrong. And I had to literally save myself from that mentality and be like, okay, Karen, like at this point, you know the life you want to live. You wake up every morning, you spend an hour reading your Bible. Like you are trying to be as Christ filled as you can. You can embark on other things and still be Christ filled. Like, it doesn't have to be this restrictive box. And and I feel like once you become reborn or born again, it feels like that. It feels like every other thing I was doing before is wrong and bad and it must end. <laughs> Literally, that's my that's how I was viewing, you know, everything. And yeah, I I say all this to say that it took me from June when I initially began Death to Self up until now to kind of realize, okay, my true purpose is walking with God every day, right? So if I'm posting an Instagram picture and I'm walking with God, people are going to see that. If I'm making YouTube videos 
and I'm walking with God, people are going to see that. If I'm making a podcast episode, whether it's about cooking or lifestyle or boys or work or business, and and I'm walking with God while making these podcast episodes, people are going to see that. So I don't need to care about the physicality. Is that a word? Or like the external view as long as I know that the Holy Spirit is in me. Anything I do will and should glorify God. Right? So I hope it makes sense. But yeah, I'm excited to be... (laughs) Back on YouTube, guys, I got the Sony ZV-1 as opposed to my other previous camera, which is the Canon G7X. A lot of people asked me what camera I used. It was the Canon G7X. But, like, the flip-up screen breaks easily. So, I bought the newest camera in town that everyone has now. And it's the Sony ZV-1, and I am so excited. Like... I have had so much time to reflect and think and plan, and I just have such a clear, okay, let me not say such a clear, because sometimes it feels clear and then it doesn't, but in this moment, I have a sense of what I should be doing on YouTube, which essentially is what I was doing in the first place. I would like it's just what I was doing regardless, you know? It's what I've been doing all my life is living my life on camera. That's what I'm going to keep doing. And <laughs> hopefully you guys will see that. You'll see the work I put in it. You'll see the God that lives in me. And you just it'll just be evident, you know? I wouldn't have to make it a whole thing. It just will be evident. And I am excited. I am so so excited to have a camera again and even the possibility of filming and editing it excites me although I'm just a bit scared scared because I I'm just like oh like how do I edit or like do do I look good or should I like what do I film you know all these things but I just genuinely believe that it'll come to me as I pick up the camera and I read in a book over the summer when I was reading The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. One line in there that stuck to me or stuck out to me was the fact that he said, sometimes we wait for inspiration to hit before we embark on an action. But instead, when you embark on an action, that's when inspiration is going to hit. You know, So instead of looking at it, at it as I'm I'm waiting for inspiration to move. Just move and inspiration will hit. And speaking of move, I have a super interesting story that I want to tell you guys that happened recently in New York City. I spent Christmas in New York. Yeah, literally right after I recovered from COVID, I went to New York, which is the COVID epicenter. Like, who does that? I am criticizing myself right now. I know it was probably not the best idea, but I did try to be as safe as possible with masks and stuff like that. Anyway, the story is not about COVID. The story is about something crazy that happened in the city that I felt like God was speaking to me. And Lucas also felt like it was God speaking to both of us at the same time. So we had just come back from, I don't know if it was like ice skating or something, or I think it was ice skating. We had come back from ice skating. And we're driving back home through the city. And if you guys know what downtown Manhattan looks like, it's just a bunch of buildings. But the streets, there's like a traffic light after each, at each intersection or at each street, there's a traffic light, basically. So we start the car, we get on the road, and there's like, 15 traffic lights and they are all red they're all red like as far as the eye could see they're all red and let's say this was like a mile long road so we're driving and we get to the first red light and it turns green without us having to stop you know we didn't stop and wait for it to turn green it just turned green we're like oh that's cool the second one same thing we don't even stop it just turns green Third one, 
fourth one, fifth one. At this point, we're like, whoa, what is going on? Like, we haven't had to stop at any of these traffic lights at all. As soon as our car gets there, it turns green. And we keep looking at each other. We're like, what? So then, like, maybe we get to, like, the eighth one. And we're like, oh, this is, at this point, it's a game. Because we're like, sheesh, we feel like we have a kind of a magic car because it wasn't like there was nobody there and the traffic light needed to sense a car to turn green a lot of these traffic lights there was cars already there so it wasn't like they were waiting like you know because sometimes traffic lights have a sensor so when a car is there it'll turn green for you to go no some of them there were cars already there waiting for it to turn green but it would turn green as soon as we got there so at each one, like, we're, like, kind of freaking out because we don't know if it'll turn green again or if this will be the one that, like, we have to stop at. This whole time, we haven't hit the brakes once. I remember those one of the traffic lights where, like, we were slowing down, we're slowing down. We know, we kind of have a feeling it's going to turn green, but it's taking a little, like, we're getting close to it and it's still not turning green. So Lucas is like, oh, I think I'm going to have to stop for this one. As soon as he's about to stop, it turns green. And it was just like that the whole time. And we were just like, whoa, what the heck just happened? And to me, it felt like God was saying, like, look at you embarking on this journey. You know, whatever it is that you want to embark on, look at you. Once you stepped out on the road, you saw all these red lights. You could have been like, oh, all these lights are red. I'm not going to go. Well, nobody does that. You know it'll turn green at some point. But think of the red lights as, let's say, um, let's say obstacles. You know, you get out on the road and you see 15 red lights in front of you. And these are all like stop signs or obstacles or challenges or things that you look out in front of you and like, sheesh, this is going to be stressful. This is going to be hard. I'm going to be stopped a bunch. But as I kept going, the lights kept turning green as soon as I got there. And I felt like God was saying, I will make a way for you <laughs> at every stop li- stop sign in your life, at every red light in your life that you feel like it's a red light. As soon as you you get there, it's going to be green. But the thing is, you have to keep going and you cannot take your foot off the gas pedal. Like, you cannot hit the brakes once. The secret was to not hit the brakes. <laughs> right? I hope I'm making sense. So we just felt like God was saying, yo, listen, all these things that you feel like is stopping you, all these things that you feel like it's hard for you, just keep going. I'm going to make them green as soon as you get there. Why are you stressed, you know? And even when you feel like you have to hit the brakes or you feel like this one isn't going to turn green or this one red light is taking a little longer to turn green, it'll still turn green as soon as you get there. You will not have to hit the brakes once. We did not have to hit the brakes once. It was insane. So that was a little revelation that I had and it really struck me because it was like okay Karen you now have the literal green light to go go and I feel like 2022 is the year of going you know I feel like I've gone a little and then pause and then go a little and then pause and then go a little and pause or hit the brakes and that is only hurting me you know (laughs) And I'm not saying don't take breaks or take rest. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about literally halting yourself because you feel like this mountain is too hard to overcome or this stop sign is going to take forever or there's a million stop signs in front of me. So you stop yourself. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm thinking this year is the year of just going, you know, just go, go, go. And with God's help, we will be able to do all that. (laughs) I know we'll be able to do all that. And I've been thinking of my word for the year. And I've been thinking about the word for the year for like the last two weeks. 
And the only word that keeps coming into my head is action, action, action. I tried to get another word for the year, but the only one that feels like it's my word for the year is action. So I would like you guys to reflect, go inward, think about the word for 2022 or your word for 2022 that is going to be the theme, you know, because I think the theme right now is action and I just spent the last hour or so just writing down resolutions goals you know little things trying to perfect my morning routine my day-to-day routine just how to get the most out of each day and really walk in purpose so my main I wrote four main goals or four main themes Because I have goals, I have plans, and then I have a theme or something. And then I have a word. So the word for the year, for next year, is action. The word or the themes, kind of, for the next year that I wrote, I wrote one. Me and the Holy Spirit are one. Number two, walk in purpose every day. Number three. Mediocrity kills. Aim to excel with the Holy Spirit's help. And number four, step into your femininity. I think these are pretty good. I feel like it hits each thing, (laughs) each aspect of my life. You know, me and the Holy Spirit are one. That kind of targets my spiritual life. Walking purpose every day kind of targets, you know, what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, business, relationships, interactions. Mediocrity kills, again, business-wise, you know, podcasts, YouTube, whatever it is that I want to do. Mediocrity kills. I cannot afford to be mediocre. Mediocre is a spirit, is, a, is, the, is in the realm of the flesh. Once I step into the realm of the spirit, that's where excellence resides. So I shall be residing in excellence. <laughs> um, and then step into femininity, femininity, Just kind of targets, you know, health and wellness. I want to be waking up every day and stretching and breathe, doing my breathing exercises. And, you know, taking care of my body truly. Because I feel like that's when I will be my best self. And then I wrote down little resolutions. Um, I have a subtopic. I have health and wellness, and then I have spirituality, and then I have business. Then I have like seven or six things under each of these to really make it clear. Because when I think of 2022, I think of the next year, a lot of it is big picture stuff. It's good to narrow it down to specifically what you want in each area of your life, you know? So health and wellness, what do I want to get better at? You know, I woke, I wrote floss and brush two times a day. Invest in hygiene and skincare. Journal twice a week, at least. Read before bed instead of going on your phone. Clean your surroundings every morning. Take your folic acid and your vitamins every morning. That's kind of like health and wellness. There's a bit more, but yeah spirituality wake up at 5 30 and spend an hour with the lord i've been doing that for like the past maybe month but i haven't been as consistent i do it like one day then the next couple days i skip it and i do it one day so i'm really trying to be you know consistent with that i will fill your mind with what is praiseworthy you know and that's kind of just like get rid of you know all the secular music and movies and podcasts and And when I say secular, like, I just mean things that are of the world. So it doesn't necessarily, like, I don't always have to listen to a Christian podcast. I can can listen to, like, a business podcast or a podcast about health and wellness, you know, things that are praiseworthy. I can't be listening to Call Her Daddy anymore. Like, I can't fill my mind up with stuff like that. You know, music, too. It doesn't necessarily always have to be gospel music, but it has to be music that is, like, uplifting and inspiring. And I want to stay completely sober for the entire year. (laughs) I've been sober for most of this year, but I want to just keep going with that for next year. Um, Fast and pray once a week. I want to dedicate a week to fasting. 
pray 30 minutes to an hour before bed, you know, host or attend weekly Bible studies. I um, used to host Bible studies at school. And I say used to because I I don't think I'm going to do it next semester. Or either that or I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it like... Uh, I'm not going to do it the way I was doing it. Like, I'll do it my own. Like, I, I was hosting them under a club, under a Christian club that we have. But I think I'm just going to start hosting them on my own because... In order to host them on the club, that means I have to be attending, like, that club's, you know, e-board meetings and e-board outings and just involved in, you know, the executive decisions of the club. And I am i don't really have time for that. Like, I just want to host Bible studies. So I think I'm just going to host Bible studies on my own. Um, But, yeah, we'll see about that. And then under business, I posted, you know, post a video at least once a week or twice a week, you know, podcast once a week. I want to create a six-hour work day where I'm really dedicating hours of maybe one hour or two hours at a time of working on something, you know. Because when you don't schedule your days, you kind of just can fill it with whatever. But, and I learned this from Lucas, he gets up, does his morning routine, and then he starts timing himself. So then he would spend an hour, like, painting. Then maybe take a break. Spend an hour reading. Maybe take a break. Spend an hour emailing people, putting things together, like, just working. And I want to adopt that skill <laughs> or lifestyle. And I want to spend an hour, you know, learning, you know, perfecting, designing Adobe Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator, if it's editing, I got to do. If it's filming, I got to do. If it's podcast, I got to do. Uh, if it's schoolwork, I got to do, you know. Let's not forget school because a lot of times I forget that I'm actually in school. So just really set my days up where I am making the most out of every hour and I'm not wasting it on social media and stuff. And, of course, rest is also work. So you have to make, you know, an hour for rest an hour or 30 minutes an hour or a day, a day to rest. I th- I'm going to be taking Sundays as a Sabbath and just not doing anything work-related and just resting because even God rested. <laughs> Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Alrighty. <laughs> and then I also have, like, 2022 goals. You know, these are, like, money goals and follower count goals and apartment goals and just goals i'm not gonna read but yeah i have some goals on here and yeah i wanna (laughs) i wrote this quote um (laughs) you cannot enjoy a habit without first forming it you guys and my boyfriend is the one that said this quote like in the middle of the night and i was like hmm sounds good You cannot enjoy a habit without first forming it. It's great because, actually, I don't know. Did he come up with this himself? I'm not sure if he came up with this himself. He said he did. Let's let's trust that he came up with this himself. But it's true because I would love to be working out, you know. I would love to start learning how to cook. That's That's part of my goals. I would love to, you know, start stretching every morning and journaling and, you know, really doing self-care things. But I can't enjoy those habits without forming them. Like if it's just in my head and I wish to do all these things, I'm never going to enjoy the process of doing all these things if I don't start doing them. (laughs) And it's as simple as that. But we tend to forget it and we tend to idealize, you know, the habits that we want instead of actually embarking on them bringing them into action which is why my word of the year is action and i'm just very excited for 2022 you know but i mean the year is not even here yet so i do want to say a big shout out to 2021 though this year had been crazy (laughs) this year has been crazy 
this year has been crazy, but I'm so proud of myself because everything I said I was going to do this year, I did. (laughs) I remember last year, my goal was to start a podcast and start a business. And I did both of those things. I started a podcast. I actually started it January 1st, you guys. So this podcast, I know I recorded it in January or like end of December, but I posted my first episode, I think, January 6th. Um, And that's so exciting to think about that it's been a year of me just talking almost weekly and just sharing my life with you guys and you guys sharing your life with me. And that's so cute. Like, thank you for real. That is so cute. I'm so happy to be here and to be doing this. I would not want to be doing anything else. This is generally what I enjoy doing, what I love doing, my passion. And it's cool that I get to pursue them with the help of you guys. So thank you for real. And starting a business, I my business plan completely changed, but it was for the best. I became born again, which is a complete redirection of my life in some ways. But like the best thing I could have ever done for myself. And just so many other things, you know, so many other things. I've enjoyed so many moments of 2021, the good and the bad. I have learned so much, so much about life, about love, about relationships, about, you know, heartbreak and getting back up and being a friend and being a sister and being a daughter and walking with God and purpose. (laughs) I almost said passions, but I guess passions too. And so much, so, so much that I can't even think of because it was a whole year. I can't even wrap up a whole year because I don't even know where I would begin. But I'm just proud of myself for all my accomplishments that I did this year. Oh, you guys, I... Ended the semester with all A's. All A's. I don't know if it's going to be a 4.0 because two of the A's were 90s. And then the rest of them were like 90-somethings. So I know that an A-, minus. I'm not sure if an A- minus will still give me a 4.0. I really hope it's a 4.0. But if it's not, it's fine. But I got a, like all A's in every single class. That's crazy. On top of YouTube, on top of businesses if I tell you guys what I had to do I literally drove home and my school is an hour away I would drive home like three days I don't know if you guys heard that that was Clara trying to call me but I would drive home three days a week just to package orders to ship orders like overseeing production, like all that stuff, you know, photo shoots for the brand. All of this stuff that I was doing, plus attempting to YouTube and podcast and do schoolwork, it was a lot. It was a lot, but I'm glad I was able to do it. And I'm also super proud of you guys for whatever you accomplished this year. Just give yourself a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I like to thank not only God, but Jesus, um, my mom, um, Karen, so well, just everyone who really helped me through, you know, my Amen. my girls in Boston, you know, the vibes, Kai, Kaylee, Briley, all the girls, Malika, Cece, Lexi, all of y'all. <laughs> Clara, I was literally oh, the roomies and Clara, um, get out of here. Party vibes, party crib, you know. Oh my goodness, I will put that in. Anyway, as I was telling you guys to give yourselves a round of applause, Clara walked in, but also a round of applause to her. You know, round of applause to everybody who has made it through this year. You know, if you experienced heartbreak or a loss of a loved one or family member 
maybe overcame sickness, overcame depression, anxiety, defeat, even if you're still in those situations. The fact that you're here still, December 30th, is incredible. I am so proud of you. So proud of you. Some of you may have started fitness goals or fitness journeys or self-care journeys. You know, maybe you develop. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Developed a new habit and got rid of an old one. Anything you did this year that was beneficial, I am proud of you and I'm happy for you. And any mistake you made too, I'm proud of you and I'm happy for you because you learned from it. (laughs) I know I made a couple mistakes, not a couple, a lot of mistakes this year, but I also learned a lot. And I think that's what each year comes is just realizations and falling and getting back up. You know what I mean? So anyway, I am going to end the episode with this. I came across this podcast A lot of podcasts are doing like end of year episodes and this one, he did it in a form of questions. So he had like a bunch of questions. And if you're listening with me or listening to me, maybe you can ask this question to a friend, a loved one, a family. Or what I was thinking was that maybe you guys can journal and use these questions as like a journaling prompt And I'm going to answer them, and then you guys can answer them in whatever way you can. Maybe you can say it out loud, or you can think about it. Or you can just use it like you can journal it, you know? So, question number one. What made you feel most happy this year? What made me feel the most happy this year was realizing God's love for me. (laughs) I think in, in that, I... I became my truest self. I became the best version of myself when I realized that I didn't have to be perfect, but I could just live in a way that imitates the only person who was perfect on this world, in this world, which is Jesus. So that was ma- that's what made me feel most happy was the fact that I, I, God revealed himself to me, you know? That was the defining moment of my life. (laughs) As much as I'd known him for forever, the defining moment of my life was when he became real to me. So that's what made me the most happy. What made me, question number two, what made you unhappy this year? Um, hmm. Uh... I went through a really rough time of forcing myself in to be loved by people. And when they didn't give me the kind of maybe attention or love that I wanted from them, I took it as a sign to prove my worth. You know, like, oh, you don't see me in this way or you don't love me in this way. Okay, I'm going to show you why you should, which is completely absurd. <laughs> You should not do that. Do not use somebody's lack of reciprocation or not seeing your worth or not loving you the way that you want them to. Do not use that as a sign to try and prove yourself because let me tell you, you will be doing crazy things trying to prove yourself to somebody who just won't see it. So that's what made me unhappy was that kind of brief moment in my life where I was really struggling for acceptance and approval from people that weren't giving it to me and it made me feel really bad about myself and made me feel like I should be somebody else or I should tweak this thing about myself. Maybe I should talk less. Maybe I shouldn't be too out there. Maybe I shouldn't be too open and vulnerable. Maybe I should post this picture or maybe I should dress like this, you know? Any ah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just went through a period of just not being myself for a while I think it was like all throughout the summer really up until January June of course but like May March even a little bit of September I would say 
I kind of felt that way of trying to trying to prove myself to somebody or people and that kind of resulted in a a deep feeling of unhappiness within myself about myself of the world you know all of that all right question number three what was the biggest lesson you learned this past year uh I would say the biggest lesson I learned this past year, I feel, I, you guys probably know the direction I'm going to take this, but the biggest lesson I learned this past year was that if you do not recognize God's purpose for you, everything else in your life will be shambles. Like without God, you cannot do anything. That's what I learned. Without God, I cannot do anything. So, Yeah. Question number four, what do you wish you would have done more of this year? I wish I would have, um, I wish I, hmm, I feel like everything I kind of did this year kind of worked out in my favor, worked out exactly how it was supposed to. I do wish that maybe I read more books. Yeah, I would say read more books and cooked more. I didn't cook enough. I actually barely cooked this year. That's one of my goals for next year. I want to per- I want to start cooking cuz I feel like it's a very, you know, grown thing to do. So I wish I read more and I wish I cooked more. And I wish I saved money. Oh my goodness, I spent so much money. I wish I saved some money. I wish I made wise financial decisions. <laughs> What's something you want to do less of next year? 100% being on social media. I really want to reduce my screen time to at least or at most four hours a day on average. And some people, that's your normal screen time. So you're thinking, Karen, what on earth is your screen time if your goal is four hours a day? You guys don't want to know. It it, it be in the double digits. It's actually ridiculous. So I definitely don't want to be on my phone as much this year. Question number six. What was your biggest success this year? I would say launching that to self and seeing the response it got, seeing you guys sold out on so many things, the first and second restock. I think I, I have a couple more hoodies and sweats on the site, but all the buttercream trucker hats are gone till one is gone till two. I just restocked, but just seeing you guys' response to it, my friends and family's response to it, all the encouragement and support I got. Even without the numbers, without the maybe selling out or the money that you guys put into it, even the love and encouragement and support for me was, I would consider that a big success. So thank you guys. Um, A lot in store on that aspect of my life coming next year. A lot of ideas, a lot of plans. And it's just going to be insane. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Question number seven, when when was a moment you failed this year? A moment I failed this year, huh? I don't know if I failed at anything this year. I'm not sure if I failed at anything at all this year. You guys, sorry if you hear background noise, my family, I'm home for Christmas or winter break, so it's not as quiet as I it would be if I was in my dorm. Um, but a moment I failed. A moment I failed. I don't know if I failed. <laughs> is that like? Is that um? I don't know if that's like pride, or me not being humble or nothing. But I'm really trying to think of if I failed at something. Maybe, I would say maybe not going to the gym. I had planned to go to the gym. (laughs) Yeah, that would be my failure, was that I went to the gym once this semester, actually three times this semester, and never again. And it wasn't like I went three times consecutively. I went once, didn't show up again for another month, went again, didn't show up again for three weeks, went again, and did not show up again. So my workout my gym life, my fitness life was a failure. But hey, actually, I would consider that a success because 
This summer was the first time I actually started working out consistently and saw growth. So I'm proud of myself for that. I didn't do it in the fall. I failed in the fall, but I did succeed in the summer. So kudos to me. Question number eight. There's only nine questions. Question number eight. What is something you want to learn next year? I want to learn how to sew. I got a sewing machine. So I'm excited to learn how to sew and make, you know, design some cool pieces. I'm also looking forward to learning how to cook a lot of meals, a lot of Ghanaian meals. Looking forward to learning, you know, how to design on Photoshop and all these cool designs that I have in my head that I really can't execute. Like, I don't want to look for a designer or ask a friend to design or something. I want to learn how to design stuff myself on the computer. So that's what I want to learn. And, yeah. And number nine, what is your favorite way to refuel? Refuel. My favorite way to refuel is by... Definitely watching some vlogs, you know, laying in bed, watching some vlogs, ordering some takeout, and then reading my Bible, listening to a podcast, praying. That definitely gives me a little bit of gas in my system when I feel like I'm on E. Yeah, that's all I do. So, yeah, there's nine questions. I don't know why he didn't just make a 10. <laughs> But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you had time to reflect on some of these questions and write them down. Um, I hope you had time to reflect on, you know, your year too and what you learned and all of that. I thank you again so much for listening every week. I can't wait to talk to you next year. I ha- like, it's just going to be fun. It's just going to be so fun. I'm so excited. And to see you. I can't wait to see you because I'm back on YouTube soon. So I can't wait to see you. I love you. Expect a video from me January 1st, okay? Okay. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for making the kingdom what it is. And I hope you have a great, great New Year's and New Year's Eve. And, you know, chill time with the fam. Pray a lot, you guys. Pray a lot into your your next year because the only thing you can send into your future is prayers. So pray that 2022 will be the best it can be. All right? All righty. (laughs) Thank you guys again. I love you. Have a good rest of your day. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye-bye.